Hi, beloved one. Welcome. I am Drasmin, and this is the podcast, the Human Experience Podcast. Today is March 7th, 2022. And for the last six days, I have been sharing with you words that have been used at, about, or towards me as a female bodied being in this timeline in the human experience. Now, the words that have been shared over the last over the last six days have been challenging words and have highlighted the well of despair that these words have created for beings that are currently existing in the human experience. So today, as I meditated on the word that came through last night, it was nice to receive clarity for a word that is a break from this despair. And before I go into that, I want to touch up a little bit on the mistrust that I spoke of in yesterday's podcast episode and the mistrust of self ultimately leads to a mistrust in others because if we are not able to listen to ourselves if we are not in tune with our emotions which then go into our thoughts which then translate in the body and become our actions then we have created this idea that it is not safe and we see this in our world with the increase of security systems of security guards of security measures to protect um, our physical belongings this is also an increase in security measures for health having unnecessary procedures or participating in um, uh, I'm striving to find the words to share here that allow this podcast to remain on the radio waves Um, and ultimately I'm talking about putting substances in our body, ingesting things, allowing authority outside of ourselves to dictate what is and is not safe and healthy and good for our body, putting that trust and power in a source outside of self that may or may not be looking out for our best interest. And 
even if that guidance is coming from a place of verified uh, truth, shall we say, through scientific research, ultimately we are all individuals in the human experience. There is no such thing as standardization. When I moved to the, to the United States at the age of 15 was when I discovered the standardized tests of California and it completely blew me away because that is not at all how I was raised. And in fact, I found the education system, the public education system, I ought to say, to be quite um, lacking, not just in social uh, depth, which let's be real, is on a wide spectrum across the world of immersion to just absentia, there was more a, um, how do I say it, a dumbing down of the capacity of intelligence that a young mind has the ability to tap into. Now, what I mean by that is the brain, the human brain during the first seven years of life is malleable. It's like uh, Play-Doh, it's like rubber, putty, and it can be shaped and formed and molded into a variety of shapes and the ridges that one sees in the adult brain are formed by what is taught to a child and I was extremely shocked I mean there was the shock of racism which I will be touching up in later episodes there was the shock of disrespect which I talked about in the last few episodes there was there was also a just a complete absence of some basic functions of being and I found it alarming that the education system of this country of the United States of the place where I was born even though I am not American in the sense of European descent I am American by birth I was born in this country so I am a natural born citizen I had always had this idea from the very few movies I had seen as a child, such as uh, Baby's Day Out and uh, the movie with Sister Act um, and then some Jim Carrey movies. So I had this idea that America was just this very intelligent and powerful country. And then when I moved here, I came to find out that it's raising adults that are perpetually children that don't know how to care for themselves, that don't know how to respect 
other beings, how to respect life that are just entitled and selfish. And I'm not saying that all Americans are entitled and selfish. I'm not saying that all students are being raised in this manner. I'm saying that I witnessed a majority of the humans, the young adults, the children that were teenagers on their way to adulthood acting and speaking and behaving in a way that I had witnessed growing up children much younger than they. And in the years since, it's been approximately 20, almost 20 years that I've been in this country, I have seen how this just leads into adulthood. There are children having children in today's world. And I don't mean that literally as in children, you know, under the age of 18 having children, even though that is indeed the case and it is glorified in teen parent shows. I mean children in the sense of emotional and mental development. Forget spirituality. There's just like a complete drought of emotional and mental development. And it has been perpetuated by media and by what is uh, the stars of the human experience, which is Hollywood and Bollywood. And so power has been given away to these authorities that aren't even authorities of their own lives. They are actors. They are playing a role to originally the intention of movies was to provide pleasure and then somewhere along the lines it became a tool of control and distortion and with the words being pumped out through these media channels, not all of them disempowering, yet a lot of them misused and being turned into disempowering and disabling uh, mental constructs. We are now seeing a generation and a society which thankfully is shifting with the global events of the last two years, a we were seeing for a while a very dangerous trajectory of sterility. And on top of that, this idea that it's not safe, that measures have to be taken to protect the body from these uh, from these um, um, protect the body from uh, organic or man-made uh, cells that create corruption when the quantum source 
of what is destroying our world is the words that feed into some organisms and some energies that are not in service of good and yet have been um, fattened up and distorted and blown up and are now the identities of some beings. Ultimately, everything is connected. And when we begin to just recognize our own language is when we recognize how much power we ultimately have. And education is what helps a being recognize and realize their own authority and their own power. So the stripping away of intelligence is not something that is, has just happened overnight. It's been through many decades of, of uh, banning books, of banning music. There have been many libraries and um, texts that have been burnt and destroyed throughout the being's story because knowledge is power. Because when we understand how our minds work, how our bodies work, how our hearts work, how our society works, when we understand how our financial system works, or in this case, it's really not working, when we understand how our governments work, or again, in this case, in the current now, not really working in the favor of the betterment of the being, then we realize that we actually have the power to say no we do not accept no we are going to change now the danger of all of this is because this has been going on for so long the body has adapted and become addicted to disease and we see this time and time again there have been many studies that have shown that addiction is simply a chemical response in the body that is receiving a result that it likes. So if we like something easy, well, fast food is a quick answer, for example. That doesn't mean that it's healthy. Most fast food out there is absolute garbage. I mean, McDonald's, for example, is legally allowed to have up to 40% filler in their quote-unquote meat, and that filler could be anything. It's, it's okay. It's literally in the archives of the internet for anyone who has any interest in researching and finding accuracy. It's all there. Knowledge is power, and we are in a time where with the internet, with all of the resources that we have, ignorance is truly a choice. Complacency is a choice. Delusion is, up to a point, a choice. So that brings me to the word of today. And the word of today is not a word that has been used about me very often. Um, and it's not a word that is used often, period, in this current timeline, and yet it is a word. In fact, it is a title 
that was given to the to one of the beings of authority in a community or in a tribe in older times before the distortion and the stripping of the feminine and divine child energies in the human experience and you need all you need the masculine the feminine and the child they are the holy trinity that exist within every single being that then dance together for the optimal health and wellness and prosperity of a being and the word is seer now seer is a being who has a prophetic gift and an ability to see quote unquote into the future a prophet someone who is uh connected with the divine and is able to channel information there have been seers throughout our time such as nostradamus uh, for example and i have been called a seer more recently in the last few years as i have come out gradually out of my spiritual closet and shared the prophetic visions that I received as a child and the dreams that have started to come back to me in the last few years after a lot of deep soul work, a lot of shadow work, which is a topic that I touch up for this week's weekly news. So stay a lookout for that. And Seer is a gift that I have had, not just in this timeline, but also in past timelines. And my personal understanding of the seer is a being who has devoted many lifetimes to the development of consciousness. And so it is the path of a loner which was yesterday's word and i am a loner i have most of my life been a loner been ostracized by my family and my friends for who i am because on a quantum on an energetic level they could feel that i could see something that they could not even if i wasn't in full awareness or understanding of that or acceptance of that shall i say and a seer is ultimately a being with a very deep knowing and a trust a seer to me is a being who has observed the cycles of time again and again and recognizes that life the cycles of life are on a spiral we return to the same point of an experience from a different perspective from a different body from um, a different timeline even so that we can learn the lessons and then grow from that and a seer is a being who has chosen to stop and look at why a certain pattern continues uh, 
especially if that pattern is leading into destruction and chaos and also to look at a pattern that is leading into prosperity and wholeness so to begin decluttering and healing what is disempowering and destructive and to begin feeding and nourishing and supporting that which helps wholeness and then the gift of a seer the function of a seer is to share those wisdoms share those experiences so that others might awaken to their own inner knowing and their own abilities I fully believe that all beings have the capacity and the ability to be a seer for their own lives. Now, a seer is ultimately a being who sees for the collective whole. Yes. And that ability to see for others comes from an ability to see for self. In my recent years of reconnecting with these psychic gifts within myself and empowering this gift and accepting it so that I can share this with you today, I discerned that the seer has a mastered awareness and understanding of hindsight which is um, looking into the past, foresight, which is looking at past patterns to make an educated guess on what an outcome may be in the future based on those past patterns and insight. Insight is intuition. Insight is connection with life, with source. It is listening to the language of nature, which presents itself in patterns and signs and symbols. And so I'm going to close today's share with an invitation for you to begin exploring how you are the seer within your own life do you allow yourself a moment to look at the choice that you are about to make whether it is for your eating for your clothing for what you're going to buy for what you're going to say to someone for what you're going to go and choose to experience for anything and everything are you making that choice from a place of love for yourself, are you making that choice because it empowers and nourishes your I am presence? And is this something that you would want to share with other beings? Thank you again for joining me. I am Drasmin, and until we meet again, many blessings.